Business, lifestyle, social media, powerful woman. Do any of these words interest you? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Behind the Girl Boss podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and this is the place where you can learn about powerful business women who are thriving in whatever they do. Get your notebooks ready and let's get learning. Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. Hello. Um, it's been a little minute. Um, I fell off track once again, but I promise we are going to get there. We're back on track. We're ready. Better than ever. We already have so many like episodes ready to go, so I promise I will not miss some uploads again. But today's episode is really exciting. It's with one of my YouTube friends. We met on YouTube, I think about a year ago. And we've been friends ever since, and we've been supporting each other ever since, and it's just been really fun. Before we kind of get into today's episode, I wanted to do a little quote or mantra of the day. Instead of doing my little journal prompts, I thought I would do some mantras or like quotes that that I think like really stick with me and stuff. So I think I'm going to do like a quote of the day for the episodes. So this episode's quote is, be such a beautiful soul that people crave your vibes. I feel like just having those energies and those vibes that kind of attract other people and like make them want to know you more is kind of like the best vibes to have. I don't really know why, but I just feel like if people feel happy, comfortable, and in a good mood when they're around me, I love that. And I wouldn't want anything else. I wouldn't want people to be around me and like get off vibes or like not be like happy with, I don't know, anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather people be in a positive, happy mindset when they're with me because of the vibes that I give off and the vibes then like give off vibes that make them feel the total opposite. So I think that's a quote to live by and I really, really like it. So today's episode is with my friend, my YouTube friend, Megan Muse. I believe I'm saying her name right. Um, I don't know. So I, at first I was saying it with like a French accent and then when she said it in the episode, I was like, oh, I'm saying it totally wrong. But today we talked all about post-grad because Megan just graduated. We spoke about body positivity because that's something that we both really value and really hold dear to our hearts. And then we also talked about her YouTube channel, which she just hit 1,500 subscribers, which is amazing. So go check her out. But yeah, if you're into a little chat about post-grad, her plans for post-grad, about body positivity, about TikTok, and about YouTube and becoming a content creator. This episode is for you and keep on listening. Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. Today we have Megan with us. So hi, Megan. Hi. Do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you are? Yeah, so I'm Megan. I have a small YouTube channel. I'm 22 years old. I just graduated from the University of South Carolina. And I make pretty much like college, oh, not college, (laughs) that's sad, Um, like lifestyle, plus size fashion, those kind of videos. What else? That's pretty much it. Awesome. (laughs) That's a lot still. Um, So basically, before we jump into the um, questions that I prepared, we're going to do a little hot seat segment to kind of break the ice and just like answer some fun questions. So to start off, what is your go to Starbucks order? Okay, so hot take. I don't like Starbucks. Okay. (laughs) But when I do like on the rare occasion, get it, I just get a caramel macchiato. Okay, I like that. What do you prefer then? Super basic. I either make my coffee at home or I go to Dunkin', which I don't know if you guys have that in Canada. We used to, and then it closed, like our last one that we had like in all of Canada was in Montreal Mm -hmm. and it closed like two years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I usually go to Dunkin' or make my coffee at home, 
but I haven't had coffee in so long. I've been on like the Celsius kick. Oh my God, I'm so drinking long. a coffee right now. <laughs> yeah, I literally have a Celsius. It's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one is where is your dream travel destination? Oh, I think Europe, like specifically mm-hmm. Spain. I've always wanted to go there and I've never been out of the country. So I think like the coast of Spain would be really cool. There's no one specific yet. (laughs) I've never been out of the country either. Really? Yeah. I was supposed to go to Europe for the first ever time, like out of North America last year. And then obviously didn't go. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I was so, I, okay. Mostly everyone that I meet has always been like outside of the country. So it's like nice to know that I'm not the only one. (laughs) No, same. I'm literally the only one like out of everyone that I've met mm-hmm. that hasn't left the U.S. And I'm just like, yep, it's a great time. Hopefully here. one day soon. I know, right? <laughs> um, and the last one is, what is a TV show you can rewatch over and over and never get tired of? Oh, this is good. Honestly, probably like Gossip Girl or The Vampire Diaries, Grey's Anatomy. Those are like my three go-to like that I like can never get sick of. I actually only watched Gossip Girl for the first time last year during quarantine. What? Yeah, I was very behind. I was always like, I don't want to watch it. Like, everyone watched it. Like, I don't want to be basic. And then I watched it. Yeah. (laughs) And then I watched it. And it was actually really good. Like, so whatever. It's okay. It was good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I split up the podcast into sections. So we're going to start off by talking about post-grad. Um, body positivity and then YouTube and then I had people on Instagram ask some questions so I guess we'll just jump right into post-grad so like you were talking about in your intro you basically just graduated so um, where did you go to college and what did you graduate in? Okay so I went to the University of South Carolina and my major was or I guess I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology with a minor in Criminal Justice so it's very different from yeah. like that person. Yeah, but it's really cool. Um, so what kind of like jobs can you do with this specific degree? You can do literally like pretty much anything with a psych degree. The only thing with like a psychology degree is that you pretty much need like a master's to get like any kind of like higher up job. Mm-hmm. So you can like really do like, I've seen people like in the business field with a psychology degree, but like the main focus when you think of like a psych degree is like social services and like helping out like either like adoption or like fostering and also like abuse and neglect situations like domestic violence situations so that's like what you kind of think of for like that aspect but also like if you don't have a master's you really can't do like anything higher up where you would be like an actual like therapist Mm -hmm. so those are like the only options for me specifically right now because I only have my bachelor's do you think you would go back and do your master's I don't know I'm still torn I'm gonna see like how I like like working for like Mm -hmm. a year first and then I might go back and just do like it online so I can still have like a full-time job but I don't know I am contemplating it because like the money difference is like insane yeah I don't know I'm like I'm still in school and I'm like okay I have a year left and then everyone like is talking about like if they're gonna do a master's and stuff and I feel like I'm like one of the only people that's like I hate school and I don't want to go back ever again no same but like I feel like sometimes it changes and like I feel like people can go back like five, 10 years later and like get their master's. Yeah. And I also have no idea how it even works to like apply to grad school. And that makes me like so nervous. I don't know either. I don't know anything. I'm just like, I'm almost done school. Can't wait. Like want to do something else. Like, I don't know. I, I don't understand people who like enjoy school and enjoy tests and essays and stuff. Like 
I think I would like school more if that stuff wasn't there but obviously like they have to be there but like imagine just like going to school and learning and not having to do a test like that would be like like great I know right (laughs) um so what has been your favorite college memory oh my gosh okay there's like so many probably I don't know I think honestly like probably like move-in day Cause it was just so much fun to like get like the first experience mm-hmm. of like being on the college campus. And it was just like such a different experience from like anything with high school. Yeah. It was like your first time, like on your own. And it was just so much fun. I so feel I like think it's so like, different. Like, yeah. From Canada and the States though, like here we normally don't go play. Like there's a very, very like few people who actually leave like their city for like college and university so like yeah like yeah like all my friends stayed here like where I live like no one like really left the only people that leave are like people who like I guess when they're younger they're like I want to go here and like that's where they go but like other than that it's not like a big thing so whenever I watch like youtubers and stuff and they have like college moving and I'm like oh my god I wish like I could do that but like that was just nothing like that interested me just because it's not something that's like normalized not normalized like not something that happens here yeah that's so crazy to think about I didn't even know that because I feel like we're just so like immersed in our own like little worlds that Mm -hmm. I think everything else is like the same way that it is that you've always seen so it's crazy yeah like it was so normalized for like us like to get your high school diploma and then like right away go to college and like move out and like live in the dorms and then like get an apartment so much yeah (laughs) that's why when I started watching like college youtubers I was like whoa like this is not how it is like where I live like it was so different but like that kind of like is what drew me like to that like I wasn't experiencing any of that um so it's just like so cool because like it's not like the states in Canada are like that far apart like we're literally right Mm -hmm. next to each other but it's so different yeah um so what's one thing you won't miss about college (laughs) <laughs> the schoolwork I literally hate college <laughs> I just hate doing schoolwork and it's just like such tedious stuff mm-hmm. and of like by the end of it I was just like I'm so fed up like I don't even care anymore so I literally was like if it was like a minor assignment I was like I literally do not care like I can't I can't do it anymore no I, I hate I hate the schoolwork aspect yeah and like sometimes I just think about the fact that like I had an assignment that, like last semester and it was like 30 pages long and I was like like who in their right mind like gives a 30 page like I don't understand like page minimums and like word limits because yeah. if I can get out my like what I have to say in like less than that like why is that not good enough oh yeah 30 pages like I wanted to die I was like do I really need this degree like <laughs> do I <laughs> at that point I would have been like I give up honestly but like so obviously I think like last semester and this semester was online for you Mm-hmm. um how was that kind of process and how was like graduating in these times like so honestly I loved having online school it was so much easier for me to focus I swear I have like some kind of like attention issues like I can't focus mm-hmm. in the classroom so that I was able to like re-watch lectures and like take my own notes and like study that way instead of like having to be like in person mm-hmm. I also have like super bad anxiety and then like, I don't know what like ever since the pandemic hit it's like it's been different yeah I don't know if that makes sense but like I feel like your anxiety like increases because you were like in like isolation for so long and then like you get out in the real world and you're like it's just so weird yeah but I honestly loved having online classes but graduating 
and like having to wear a mask across the stage like that was so weird are you guys like allowed yes yeah okay I think we had like a minimum of or a maximum of 10 okay which is like kind of like absurd for how it is now but that's like the normal amount but I just brought my mom grandmother and then like one of my like best college friends it was like pretty social distance too which I was like shocked about like all of the chairs were like six feet apart at least like on the field where like we were graduating and Mm -hmm. stuff and then like in the bleachers where they were sitting like the families were like clumped together but like Mm -hmm. social distance I was like pretty impressed with how they set it up I mean yeah it's good that you guys at least like got to do that because I feel like walking across the stage is like one of the most like important like moments in like college life um and like a lot of like here we're not doing anything like we're still doing like online stuff because we're like really behind um in like vaccines and shit um like I still didn't even get mine so my gosh yeah it's like we're behind um so like everything here is still online which is like wild yeah so even though like my graduation wasn't like the normal one with like the mask and everything I'm so glad that like we did something mm-hmm. and it was like relatively normal compared to like what it was last year for them. So I am grateful that we had at least some kind of ceremony. Yeah. So what are your plans for post-grad? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get a full-time job. I think I might have one, but I don't know yet. Cause it like, I have to do certain like aspects to like the interview process. Cause it's like a government job. Okay. So I have to like go through like a background check. I have to get like my fingerprints done. So right now I'm just waiting on my fingerprints to be processed. That's so wild. So I'm like, yeah, literally it's been like two weeks and it takes so long. So I'm waiting on that. So hopefully I'll have a full-time job soon. If not, so it's fun. back to the drawing boards. <laughs> yeah. I do like, does every government job have to take your fingerprints? Yeah. That's wild. I've never they like, have to do like an entire, that. like criminal history they have to do fingerprints I think I have to do like a couple drug tests I don't know about like the interview process with drug testing but I think like definitely like if I get hired I have to do a drug test that's so funny but it's like it makes sense because of like what the job like field is but it's just like Mm -hmm. weird to think about so what is your dream career it could be like like is it within your field is it something else like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like what do you want to be doing for like the rest of your life or until like you know you retire and stuff yeah Okay, so I have two. So let's say miraculously like YouTube and like content creation, social media takes off, then I would do that full time, like in like a split second. Mm -hmm. But let's say like that doesn't take off, then I really want to do like forensic psychology, which is like kind of like just like analyzing criminal behavior and like seeing why they commit the crimes they commit. But that also means I have to get a doctorate. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that one. But I would definitely get a master's in it. And then I could do more work within like psych and forensics that way. But I wouldn't be like a registered like psychologist. So honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, it's so hard. Like, I feel like my like what I want to do changes like every single week. Yeah. Um, Because there's like so much things that you can do. And like, there's not enough time to do them all. But like so many jobs seem so cool. Yeah. I agree with you like if if like my YouTube or anything took off like I would 
do that in a heartbeat but yeah yeah um so we're gonna move on to like body positivity and things so on your youtube channel which we're gonna get into later you were Mm -hmm. posting more like plus size content and things like that so what does body positivity mean to you for me it just means like loving the skin you're in like no matter your shape or size like just being happy with the way that you are and also like accepting others for the way that they look too Mm-hmm. And like not discrimination, like no thin shaming, no fat shaming, like just accepting everyone for like how they look, like no matter how they look, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. 100%. <laughs> um, so would you consider yourself a body positive creator? I guess so, because I want to like share that. What was it? Oh, yeah. I want to share like that message that like you can be comfortable in the skin you're in, like no matter mm-hmm. how you look. So I guess yes, in a way. Yeah. At least I, I mean- hope I am. If that's like, yeah, like when you're like talking about like anything um, in like that um, topic or whatever, like I think you can consider yourself like a body positive creator. Yeah, I think so. I hope everyone is honestly. Honestly, me too, but I know not everyone is because <laughs> there's some things on the internet, especially on TikTok. I'm yeah. literally like, what the fuck? Like, why are people like this? I know. Like, and it's always men. It's always the men that are like, yeah, saying some weird shit and I've gotten like a few comments like that like fat shaming or just being like why don't you work out or something like that but it's nothing like crazy I literally just delete it but yeah. I haven't gotten like an overwhelming like amount of like hate comments about it yet mm-hmm. but I feel like one day it'll hit me <laughs> no I me too like I since I started my channel until now, like, obviously I've gained weight. Like I grew up and like shit, like, I'm not going to stay how I was when I was 16, but like, I think it was like two, three months ago, someone commented on three of my videos and it was the same person saying that I gained weight. And I was like, thank you. I know. <laughs> like, I don't understand like what people get out of like commenting things like that. Like, it just like, doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I'll never understand either. Nope. But how do you feel about people editing their bodies to look a certain way on social media? It just makes me so sad. Like, do they feel like they have to, like, actually edit their photos to, like, portray their certain image instead of, like, just being their real, like, inauthentic, like, selves? Like, it just Mm -hmm. makes me so sad for them. And I wish that, like, that never was invented because, like, it's just so sad. And, like, the way that it can, like, really distort someone's, like, image of themselves, it's just so heartbreaking and, like, so toxic. Mm -hmm. So I love that, like, now we've gotten to... There's more of like a realistic side to social media where people are real about it. Like they show like their cellulite or like their body hair or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I love that we've gotten to like more of like a realistic stage of social media, but there's still a ton of people out there like editing the crap out of their photos and like it looks nothing like them like at the end of the day, which is like insane. Yeah, like I mean like for example, that whole, like, I think it was Courtney Kardashian. I always get, like, the mix yes, up. I don't know exactly which one. Courtney or Chloe. Oh, it was Chloe. That's Chloe. Okay, I always mix them two up. But yeah, like, <laughs> she had, like, that picture that, like, leaked or, like, her yeah. grandmother accidentally posted it. And I thought she looked, like, 100% fine in it. But the fact that, like, she was trying so hard to get it off the internet because she didn't want people to see, like, her body in, like, a natural, like, form is just yeah. so sad because it just shows that like she's not comfortable in her like actual body even though like everyone else thought it was like a normal like looking body so it's just like so sad that like that's like what it's come to for some people I know and like 
if you look back at like all of the keeping up with the Kardashian episodes and stuff, like she got harassed and bullied like her entire life for the way that she looked like them saying that, or like just random people saying that like, she wasn't even related to them because she looked so different. So like, Mm -hmm. it makes sense why like her image of herself is so distorted, but like, it's just so sad. Yeah. A hundred percent. But do you feel as if social media has impacted the way we look at our bodies in a negative way? I think absolutely. I think like everyone compares themselves to all of these Instagram models and like everyone that like edits their photos. And then we get like this unrealistic images of ourselves and we think that we'll like, we'll never look like them. And then you just get like, so like mentally upset and you know, you can never achieve that because everyone's body is like literally different. Mm -hmm. So some people are like naturally made like to look like that. And then some people like cannot lose like the weight like to look like that and like your body like your bone structure or like your muscles will always just like not look the same as like anyone else's so it's sad to think that like we compare ourselves so much to everyone else yeah especially with social media being so present it's like in your face at all times like looking at different people so yeah I just think it's so sad it is no 100% it is and we were speaking about TikTok how do you feel about TikTok censoring um, body positive content because I don't know if like you've seen things but like there's like you know those skinny typical like girls yeah. that are like in bikinis and then when someone who is not the society norms of like skinny and stuff post something mm-hmm. in like a bikini it's always like censored or like taken down or like held for review so how does that kind of like make yeah. you feel that makes me actually really mad because it's literally like fat shaming and not being body positive it's mm-hmm. only like being accepting of that ideal body type instead of like accepting like literally everyone so it makes me so mad that tiktok is doing that because they were being so good about it at first and then all of Mm -hmm. a sudden it's like switched and i've seen so many of the like creators that i follow saying that they're being censored or they're like being shadow banned because of it and it's just so upsetting and i really hope that they fix it because that's just like not right and that's not the image that you should want to portray on your app yeah it's crazy like I follow so many like people that post that content and like all their videos are always like under review or like they have to repost it because TikTok took mm-hmm. it down. And it's just like, I feel like there's so many things that are bad with TikTok, but there's also good things because it helps like get messages out like that. But like yeah. they got to fix their thing. I know someone needs to like monitor more closely because I've seen some like some whack shit on TikTok. Yeah. Like censor that stuff instead of like a girl that's bigger in a bikini, like, come on. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, So we're going to move on to YouTube, which is actually, I think that's how we found each other. I don't really like remember yeah. exactly. I don't like, remember either. I always do this. I like meet like you and like Amanda Jewell. I was like, how did I even like meet them? Like it I just think, like, randomly like, happened. Was it like a Facebook? I think it was like from a Facebook YouTube group, but like, I don't like remember. I just like start being friends with people and then like, I forget how like I met everyone. <laughs> I do the same stuff. It was either through Instagram or one of the Facebook groups. I don't remember. I think it was a Facebook group. I probably I don't even know. I don't know. But I, yeah. I think one of those two. Um, yeah. But when did you start your YouTube channel and what made you want to start one? I started it at like the very beginning of quarantine last year. So it was like, I think it was like the end of May. No, end of March, early April. And I have been wanting to make one for literally so many years. Like my friends and I in middle school used to like literally vlog (laughs) all the time and then like wouldn't ever do anything with the footage. So I knew that I always wanted to make one. I just like kept procrastinating. And then once we were literally in quarantine and had nothing else to do, I was like, okay, 
you have no more excuses now you have to do it so I bought my first camera and started vlogging and now here we are still doing it (laughs) a year later (laughs) so when you first started what kind of content did you like imagine yourself creating um and did you kind of stick with that yeah so I really wanted to make content surrounding the university that I went to because there was like none on YouTube at the time that like I was applying mm-hmm. and I wanted to know like all the information like what to expect um and all of like the inside like little details about the university that I went to so that was like one of the main reasons why I made my content and then I wanted it to be like more like college and lifestyle based in that sense too like college vlogs um college week in my life vlogs just like random vlogs like that so I guess I have kind of stuck with it except now that I'm not in college anymore it's just like vlogs instead of college vlogs Mm -hmm. but yeah that was the main reason why I wanted to like really start it was because of like the university and that's in that sense but then like once my channel started growing I realized that like I should use my little platform that I have um for good and like start posting plus size fashion videos and like body positive content so that like even if I inspire one person to not hate mm-hmm. themselves that day like that's literally all it takes for me yeah I love that um do you have any growth tricks or tips that you've seen help your own channel oh god I need <laughs> I need the advice <laughs> when I was first starting out I literally was like growing so well I don't know if it was just the summertime or what happened but for now I would say make videos that you really enjoy making because that really does like portray on camera. If you're making a video that you're not happy with, then like your audience is going to tell and nobody's going to want to watch it and nobody's going to want to subscribe to you. But also you want to be real and authentic in your videos in that sense too, especially if you're vlogging, like you don't want to have like a ton of edits to where it's like, doesn't even seem like you're vlogging because a vlog is so much different than like any other kind of video a vlog is supposed to be like more personal and like an insight into your life so if you're making a vlog you should be like more realistic and like more honest more like real in a sense but you don't have to be like too overbearing but like that's why I love watching vlogs is because I love watching like an insight into like someone else's life mm-hmm. so if it's them just like talking about everything they're doing instead of like showing it or like a bunch of like jump cuts then I'm like super disinterested so I would say for growth, like make real content that you're proud of and that you would want to watch, but also like be real and authentic. There's like tons of like YouTube tips you can look up like on YouTube, but they change like literally every single week. So I wouldn't even know what to tell someone at this point. Yeah, no, like I don't understand the algorithm. I don't understand anything. I don't either. Like I feel like once you get that one video that like kind of blows up, like that's where like people mainly grow. But like, I have not, I haven't hit that yet. I haven't hit that one either. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just like, like, it's so like, I try to like not discourage myself, but I feel like when I see like people that just start out like two months ago and they're already at like 10,000, I'm just like, I would love to know what I'm doing wrong because like, I don't understand. And I'll see people that literally, I'll like look through their videos and they'll say like three months ago and they have like 120K and I'm like, okay, but what are you doing that I'm not? And we'll, like, <laughs> yeah. we'll make the same types of videos. So I don't know if it's just good luck, which apparently I do not have, mm-hmm. or like if there's some kind of secret that I don't know about. I don't know. I feel like it just like happens when you least expect it, but I'm always That's thinking exactly. about it. Yeah. So like, I have to stop thinking about it and then like maybe it'll, it'll yeah. come. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so what do you film and edit your videos with? So I've been switching back and forth between the G7X and the M50, but recently I've been filming with the M50 and then I edit on Final Cut Pro. I love Final Cut Pro. (laughs) Me too. I mean, I don't really do any fancy edits, but it's just like, I feel like it's just easier. Yeah. I was using iMovie for like the first, maybe like four months of my channel. And then all of a sudden it just like quit on me. Like Mm -hmm. it wouldn't open, wouldn't load anything. And I was like, well, okay, I guess I have no choice, (laughs) but to try Final Cut. And then they have like the 90 day free trial. I don't know if they still have that going on. I think they do. That like saved me because I didn't want to spend the like $300 right away. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I was like familiarized with it, I ended up buying it. But you can just use so much more with Final Cut Pro that you can't with iMovie. Yeah. It's just so much easier to do it. So I really love Final Cut Pro. It was such a good investment. I agree. Um, So for myself, making thumbnails is like the worst part. I hate it. Like I never like, I feel like some people's thumbnails look so freaking nice. And then I'm like, mine just looks so boring. Um, But I really like yours. So how do you make your thumbnails? Thumbnails are like my favorite part to do. Because I feel like (laughs) I can be so creative and just make it like really pretty and nice. But like taking the actual pictures like makes me so mad because it's just... (laughs) It's a whole like thing in and of itself and like mm-hmm. thinking of the concept, but I use, oh my God, I have to look at my phone. There's like five different apps. Okay. I use photo grid to like get the collages mm-hmm. and then I use Lightroom, like my own preset for the um, filter. And then I use Fonto for the text. And then if I do like any stars or like stickers or anything, I use PixArt. Okay. And then, oh God, if I do doodles, I use Procreate. Like it's a whole process. I've tried to do Procreate, but I just like don't know like how I draw or write or anything. Yeah. And it literally looked like a five-year-old did it. So I'm like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I was I not hate like the way my handwriting looks on Procreate. Mm-hmm. But I like doing like the outlines of myself or like outlines of like little stuff in the thumbnails. But my handwriting just like it just did not look good on Procreate. I don't know how people do that. Me either. I'm like their handwriting literally looks like yeah, like an artist did it. Like I don't understand. Yeah. And I was my trying so hard. Thing. Yeah was making me I, yeah, I gave up like after like five minutes I was like no never mind um when you first started your channel were you ever worried worried about what others would say about you because I know like when a lot of people um start their channels they're always like worried about like people finding their channels and things like that so was that ever something that crossed your mind honestly no because we were in quarantine so nobody mm-hmm. could have, like approach me in person about it so I was like honestly I literally don't care and since I've been wanting to do it for like so long at that point, I literally was just like, I do not care who finds it. I don't care if they make fun of me for it. Like, give me all the attention you want. And I wasn't worried about like losing friends over it either because my friends like really like don't care what I do. And if they wanted to be on the vlog, cool. If not, I respect it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really wasn't worried about anyone finding it. But it would be super awkward if like it was portrayed in like the classroom or something. And like it was on, that would be super weird but I didn't really care who found it and I never had anyone like send it to me negatively and being like oh you're so stupid or anything like that I had like a lot of support from people that I wasn't expecting from and like just like random people that followed me were super supportive so no I wasn't really worried at all yeah like I feel like when like if you started it when you were younger like maybe because I feel like I only really cared in high school because I was like oh my god like people are gonna find it and everyone in high school is mean so I was yeah. like, everyone's gonna make fun of me. And then like, I like restarted my channel in like, um, 
like we have Cijep here. You, you don't have that there, but I started in Cijep. Um, and at that point I was like 18 and I was like, I don't give a shit what like people say about me. So I feel like yeah. it depends on your age and like who you surround yourself with. So it's really good yeah. that like everyone's supportive. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you were speaking about this before, but basically your channel is very big on college vlogs and mm. now you graduated. So how do you think you'll transition your content from college vlogs to kind of like post-grad? So I'm hoping to do more or not more because I haven't done any. I'm <laughs> hoping to do work weeks in my life or like a morning work routine, all mm-hmm. of the like work content to like make it a smooth transition or even just like a post-grad morning routine which would be like my normal life, I guess. But um, I'm hoping to still like incorporate vlogs and like still like productive vlogs. But obviously it wouldn't be like college related. It would just be mm-hmm. like whatever I'm doing for the day or for the week. And then I definitely want to post more like plus size content, like plus size fashion and like plus size styling videos, all of that stuff. Cause I've gotten a pretty good audience from that. And it's just so much fun to do. So I'm hoping I can expand on that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I think like college and like work, like vlogs kind of like, they're kind of similar. It's just like, Mm -hmm. now you're not in school. It's like work. So I think like it could be a smooth transition. A lot of people have done Yeah, I've seen like so many people talk about how all of like these popular YouTubers don't have a nine to five. Mm -hmm. And I've seen so many people talk about how they want to watch someone that's like relatable to them and that like they work a nine to five. So I'm hoping that if I get a full-time job or like when I get a full-time job that I can like contribute to that. And I feel like maybe that would help me grow on YouTube. Yeah. I feel like really relatability is like really big on YouTube right now. Like there's so many YouTubers that like, obviously I would want to do like, I would want to do like content creation full-time, but I feel like a lot of them don't actually show what it's like to do content creation full-time and they just show themselves doing literally nothing. Um, Not to be rude, but like, some of them just don't show anything so I feel like for them showing like what it's like to be a content creator full-time and you could still do like work week in my life like I'm sure they have emailing and like planning and stuff but like a lot of them don't show that so I feel like they kind of lose the like relatability in that way yeah and I would love to see like behind the scenes of like let's say taking a brand photo or taking an Mm -hmm. Instagram picture or even literally just a time lapse of them like doing emails just to see like what it's like behind like the actual like scenes because all mm-hmm. we see is like the video of them like doing whatever instead yeah. of like behind the scenes of like how they like did it so that'd be really interesting to do as well if I was ever to do like full-time content creation and I definitely would want to do behind the scenes stuff to show yeah love that um so the last part of my podcast I ask people on Instagram to ask you questions and I picked four of my favorite ones okay um so the first one is who are your favorite youtubers Oh, okay. Well, first, all my friends, like you, Amanda Jewell, Jordan, Ashley, Leilani, Hannah, like all of you guys make such great content. So I love watching all of your videos. They give me such good like motivation and inspiration to like keep going because I see you guys are like still going and creating content. So I'm like, okay, I can keep going. I can do this. But um, I guess more like bigger, like known creators. Let me think. Um, I guess Brooke Michio, her vlogs are like, I don't know. They're good for like background noise, but they get kind of like repetitive after a while. Mm-hmm. But she still is like such a great content creator. I've been really loving Sierra Schulte's videos recently. Mm-hmm. Does like plus size kind of like fashion or she did. Now she's I'm so excited for her to have her baby. Oh my God. 
I'm literally <laughs> so excited for to see that baby. I'm so hyped. But I love her videos so much. I'm trying to think. I need to like look through my YouTube subscriptions. Oh my God, Carter's vlogs. I love Carter's mm-hmm. videos. That's all I can yes. think of right now. I watch so many different like YouTube channels. Me too. And like sometimes I watch like some for like, like I binge watch like all their, like not all their videos. That's a little much, but like I watch a lot of them and then like yeah. I don't watch them for like a month and then I watch them again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watch like so many different people. So it's like, it's hard to name them all, but yeah. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Brooke is good too. Like I think she's one of the people that like she can show a lot of like what she does, but she doesn't. And I yeah. think like if she incorporated more of like what it's really like to be like a full-time content creator, like I feel like, I don't know how they, they make enough money or like how like negotiation either. goes and like how they save money. How do you do taxes? Like, yeah. I feel like they can show so much more of that. And I hope they do. Yeah. I always put that in there. Like when they put video requests on Instagram, I always put that, but no one does it yet. But one day, <laughs> one day they'll do it. it. Yeah. Um, the next question is, if you could relocate anywhere in the world, where would it be? God, I don't know anywhere in the world I feel like probably Europe like maybe London or something because I don't feel like I could live like in a different country that doesn't speak like fluent like English Mm -hmm. like all the time because I would love to live in Spain but I could not do Spanish all the time so I don't know maybe like London or somewhere in England so like I could just like travel everywhere but also I really want to go to Canada like you guys seem to have to come visit Like, I mean, oh my God, the U.S. is yeah. like a laughing joke compared to you guys. It's so, it's for, so sad. For the most part. There's some things that are better in the States, but yeah, yeah, Canada's nice. I mean, I'm very tired of it, but I think it's just yeah. because I've lived here my whole life and I'm always, yeah. I feel like wherever you live, you're always like, I want to be somewhere else because you're so tired of like where you live, but absolutely, yeah. you should visit one day. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> Not tempt me. Um, the next one is, what is your favorite part of being a content creator? Oh, I like this one. Okay. So it's definitely getting those messages saying that like you helped someone or just saying that they loved your content. That makes me like so happy. And that's literally the reason why I continue to make content is because like, I will literally be like on the verge of quitting, like so fed up with YouTube and the algorithm or like my video not performing well. And then like, I'll get one comment being like, I love this video. You made my day. And I'm like, okay, I'll continue. (laughs) Like that's yeah. literally all it takes. So I just love getting those messages and like getting to help at least one person out. Awesome. And the last question is, what are your favorite stores to shop at? Okay. So being plus size is really hard to come by like extended sizing, but my favorite ones are definitely Misguided, ASOS, Nasty Gal, American Eagle for jeans, but that's it. Target Loki has some hits. Oh my God. Walmart. Everyone stays sleeping on Walmart, but I'm telling you guys, Walmart is where it's at. So those are like my top ones. Yeah, I mean, like Walmart, like I've watched people do like Walmart, like um, hauls and stuff. And some of their stuff is like really good. Like I'm down and it's cheap. Like it's not expensive. So like everyone like, yeah, like everyone sleeps on it or they're like, oh my God, like I'm not going to shop at Walmart, but like y'all just like spending your money. So I know everyone always asks me, they're like, oh my God, where do you get your crew next? And I'm like, literally Walmart. It's like dirt cheap. Yeah. And they're comfortable and they're good quality. And like, everyone's like shocked. And I'm like, 
telling you, you guys are sleeping on Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so that's all I had for you today. So thank you again for coming on the podcast. Before you leave, um, you're welcome. Um, before you leave, do you want to shout out any socials um, and where people can find you? Yeah, so my YouTube channel is just Megan Muse. And then my Instagram is at Megan underscore Muse. And my TikTok is at Megan underscore Muse as well. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much once again. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really, really do hope you guys enjoyed it. If you made it this far, um, I said in the episode that I didn't get vaccinated yet because of everything going on in my city and how we're behind, but I'd like to inform you that I actually did get vaccinated by the time that this is going up. So that is great for me. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and don't forget to go follow and subscribe to Megan on her YouTube channel and her Instagram. And if you want to check out my channel, please don't be shy. You can check me out on YouTube at It's Amanda Wan. You can also follow me on Instagram either at Behind the Girl Boss or at It's Amanda Wan. I'd love to chat with you guys. And if you're by chance listening to this on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. It really does help the podcast. And yeah, so that's about it. Like I said, so many more episodes are coming your way and I'm super excited to share them with you. So thank you guys so much once again for listening and I will hear you next time.